everybody. How's it going? Welcome to the Work of Art podcast. Look, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, New episodes weekly, so thank you for uh, following the podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you know when there is a new episode available each week. Um, You can also rate the podcast, which would be great, you guys. That way we can kind of get the word out there and get these messages out to the people because I promise you, it will bless you. So thank you for tuning in today. If you've been following the podcast, um, I've been doing a, a new series for a few weeks now called Real Talk. Um, really just going in on a few topics, you know, and more and more stuff keeps coming to me. And I'm like, man, I don't know which direction to go in because there's just so much that we need to talk about. But in keeping it real, you know, no matter what, it's got to come back down to discipline. And anyone who knows me or uh, follows me on social media, you probably hear me talk about discipline and commitment um, literally almost every day. It is that important. You have to be that intentional. It is that vital. But I'm, I want to teach about discipline from the Word of God. But this is for absolutely everybody. We need discipline. Um, it is key to everything. It is so foundational. Um, and those of you who have followed me for a while, some of you may have not. So this might be new to you. You hear me talk about Hebrews 12. Right, so Hebrews 12 is just that is the the foundation of this ministry and the business work of art, and that's the race of faith, and it's Jesus, you know, the example. And so, what I like to spend a lot of time talking about is, you know, just the race of faith, the race that is set before each and every one of us, and really bring in that physical component that we are responsible for, you know, while we're here to run that race and to run it well. How are you running? You know, how is your race going, right? Do you have the stamina? Do you have the endurance? But it all really starts with discipline. And that is something that is key for <laughs> for your entire life. There's a, there's a few different directions I'm going to go with this. A lot of scripture. Um, I'll get in what I can today. But the focus is discipline. Discipline. Um, and I want to kind of show you today how that applies to every area of life. And it is vital. It's imperative. It's something you need to be mindful about every single day. Um, Hebrews 12. I want to actually jump down to verse 4. Now, in a lot of teachings in the past, um, I've spent some time just in those first few verses. You know, and and it says, um, I'll go through it really quickly, but this isn't what we're focusing on today. So the first one, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses... Stripping off every unnecessary weight, and this is Amplified Version, by the way, every unnecessary weight and sin, which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Now go back. (laughs) Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Um, And then it goes to talk about, you know, getting rid of distractions, focusing only on Jesus. Um... And that's what I love about that. I've broken that down before in some teachings. Now that is something I'm going to go back to again because you you can't go over that too much. And again, that's what this this business and this ministry truly, truly stands on. So I want to go to 4, verse 4. And here it says in the Amplified, a father's discipline. Verse 4. You have not yet struggled to the point of shedding blood and you're striving against sin and you have forgotten the divine word of encouragement, which is addressed to you as sons. 
My son, do not make light of the discipline of the Lord and do not lose heart and give up when you are corrected by him. For the Lord disciplines and corrects those whom he loves and he punishes every son whom he receives and welcomes. You must submit to the correction of the purpose of discipline. Discipline. Listen, y'all. The school say discipline a lot here. Follow me here. We're in verse 7 now. You must submit to discipline. God is dealing with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? Now, if you are exempt from correction and without discipline, in which all share, then you are an illegitimate children and not sons. Whew. Moreover, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we have submitted and respected them. Shall we not much more willingly submit to the Father? For our earthly fathers disciplined us for only a short time, as seemed best to them. But He disciplines us for our good. Okay, right there, you guys, in verse 10. Discipline is for our good. I want you to mark that down. So that we may share His holiness. So do you see discipline and holiness go together? Ha, ah, there you go. Discipline and holiness. For the time being, no discipline brings joy. For the time being, no discipline brings joy, but seems sad and painful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness, which is right standing with God, you know, in a lifestyle and attitude that seeks uh, conformity to God's will and purpose. Whew. How many ways could we go with this? All right. Discipline, keyword, discipline. He disciplines us for our good so that we may share his holiness. So discipline and holiness go hand in hand. And it says so afterwards that we yield the peaceful fruit of righteousness. So I want you to write those things down. Discipline, holiness, and righteousness. Now, when I was studying up on discipline, the, the definition I really like, um, because all this would relate right back to the word. Discipline means to train in self-control or obedience. Learning and applying intentional standards to achieve meaningful objectives. I'm going to say that one more time because I want you to make note of that. Discipline. The first one was to train in self-control or obedience, but this is the part I want you to get. Learning and applying intentional standards to achieve meaningful objectives. All right, so let's focus right now where my heart really, really, really is. In health and fitness because what the Lord showed me many years ago is that his children his people need to be physically fit to basically live out the call of God on their life and to fulfill their purpose and to do it well and that takes a discipline it takes a discipline for me to get up each day despite how I feel and do what I need to do and that's why I drill it and I go hard on this I try to be intentional um, I'm not a huge fan of social media a lot of people probably wouldn't know that for as often as I'm on it and do stuff but I honestly do it because it's such an easy way to reach people so I try to stay very intentional to encourage you to show you hey this is what I'm doing each day no I don't feel like it you see we live beyond our feelings as Christians we're only able to do that by knowing Jesus you saw right here in one of the definitions self-control and obedience well where does that come from those are fruits of the spirit that's the word of god so in knowing jesus we must first know him and with him through him we're able to do these things but we can't sit back and leave it all on him like oh lord 
you know, I don't feel led to do this today. I feel led to work out. I'm like, look, you go, you need to be working out whether you feel like it or not. None of this has to do with your feelings. How often do we say we know we're anointed, but we don't feel anointed. And God could use you in the most powerful way that day if you're just in motion. If you're just in motion. Think about, I want to talk about a few just distractions that can come that hinder discipline, right? And this is where you really got to be on point. I think the biggest one at this point is social media. You know, it's funny, years ago it used to be like television. And it could be for some people, but like everybody watches TV. But really now, I think it's, it's social media is destroying people's lives. The time spent on it, it's, it's pulling people away from their families. I think people sit in a room and everybody can all be on it at, at the same time and nobody's interacting, which we have times like that. Yeah, this is, you know, but I'm talking about just being intentional with your time and what you're doing. Um, so some of my favorite uh, podcasts I did were called Time Management. And I was like, man, I should have gave it. I don't really take a lot of time. It was part of the message. I was like, I'm not going to waste time to come up with some title. It is what it is. But I was like, nah, I should have done something a little bit better so it would get people's attention because those messages were so powerful because it's those key things where we need discipline in those areas to achieve the stuff we need to and to maximize our day. You know, I'll, I'll often post about what I get done in a day to show people it can be done. You know, they don't understand in that day I have to be disciplined to get up by five o'clock to do that Monday through Friday. You know, how that gives you more of your day, being disciplined with your time, um, getting the work done. And then that way, having the time to spend with my family, to spend with my daughter, you know, every day we're reading her books together. We're reading the Bible together. We're getting outside and playing together. We're being active together. We sit down at least, my goal is always, we do it most every night, but at minimum, five nights a week sitting down together as a family. I'm pretty sure we do it every time because why would we all be sitting in different spaces to eat? Um, I think these things are so lost now in today's society and it's so sad. I mean, I remember being a kid and that was actually some of my favorite times was being at the dinner table as a family. And those are things you can't get back. And they, they have a lasting effect on your children. And it's just so lost these days. Everybody's off somewhere doing something else. So we, we need this discipline in all areas in all areas. I want you to go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and we're going to go verse 24 and I actually went to the dates for this. So verse 24. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. Hmm. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Wow. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight not as one who beats the air. But here we go, verse 27. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Um, now, what I like here, going down in Jake's here, it says right under verse 24. Four things one must do to be saved. Number one, be as earnest to make it to heaven as men are to win a race. Oh my goodness. Think about that. You could use that in any area of life. Like how earnest are people to go get and do all these things in the world and right here, it basically what the Lord's saying in that verse is we should be as earnest to make it to heaven more so than any of these other things. Hello, always, number one, keeping Jesus first. Number two, be temperate in all things. 
This refers to the months of severe training before a contest of wrestling or fighting with an opponent. Number three, fight with absolute confidence in victory. Mm -mm. It says here, fighting was done with leather bands on the hand studded with pieces of metal. That's crazy. Um, but yes, when we have Jesus, that's where we get that confidence from. So the, what kind of discipline is that? When you think about what that's saying, how, what kind of intensity should you be running with? Should you be going with? Now, here's my favorite. This is what brought me to this. Number four, discipline the body and bring it into subjection. Okay, this is what I'm going to focus on before we close out today. Discipline the body and bring it under subjection. So this is the point I, I really, this is my whole heart and passion. This is what the business is about. The ministry is about. This is what Jesus put on my heart so many years ago. And he actually spoke to me and said to me, and those of you who follow the, the podcast have heard me say this before. I think now it was about three, two to three years ago. My people need to get ready physically for what I desire to do through them spiritually. I will never forget it. We were in our other house. I was upstairs going into my office and I heard that from the Lord. And then I began to hear from more ministers and, and Christians and people who realized, hey, the, the Lord's getting on to me about this. I need to get focused with this. And, I, and I'll tell you this, and I'm not saying this as a criticism to shoot anybody down or to throw people in a category or label, because there's a lot of Christians I train that are absolutely amazing wonderful, go hard, love them. But one thing that was really eye-opening to me, having been in this industry for so many years and done this for so long, was how the majority of Christians I find are flat out lazy and lack discipline and lacking to get up and go. And when it comes to the physical aspect of their life and exercise, it's almost as if the word doesn't apply. It's like I find myself having to remind people, hey, this is, think about what the Bible says about you know, I even think about James 1. I go to that so often, you know, and then the patience and then pressing through and how things take time. And during that time is where God perfects us and teaches us and shows us things. That's the same thing with the body. All this applies. Do you, do you realize the Lord called me to teach the parallel of the spiritual and the physical? And then the more I study into it, I and my mind is just blown. I'll go and I'll have like a list of scriptures I'll think I'm going to talk about even on a podcast like this. And then literally, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I can just sit in that one. Oh my God, what do I do? Do I break this down into episodes? You know, what do I do? Because there's so much. There's so much. So what I want you to focus on when you go back, because I do encourage you to get in your word after you listen to these. Take these scriptures. That's the whole point. And be encouraged by them. You need to stand on scriptures even in your physical goals, your fitness goals. And you should have goals. Okay, you guys, that needs to be a priority. Okay, and if you're like, gosh, Erica talks about fitness all the time. I mean, I'm more, I mean, what about my prayer life? What about this? I'm called to talk about this, okay? You get your prayer life in order. That should be first, knowing the Lord first. And then this comes right underneath. So this is what I'm going to talk about, okay? So if you're coming here to listen, this is what you're going to get. This is exactly what you're going to get. Because my job, my goal is to teach you the importance of a physical Discipline. Notice I didn't teach about discipline and commitment today. Those are two different things that they each have their own thing and they're both important. I talk about those things often, but there's not enough time to put those two in one episode here. There's just not, there's just, <laughs> there's just not. I mean, do you realize I've done, um, maybe last year, a series on discipline, but there's just so much to talk about. I'm like, I need to keep digging back into this. There's, there's not, um, 
it just never ends. You know, you could just go on and on about this. But the reason why I wanted to put this under the series Real Talk is because it needs to be dealt with. And I'm being very kind today in doing this because I'm, I'm going to close here soon. But what, what are folks doing? How much time is wasted scrolling on social media? But the same people, I don't have time. I don't have time. Oh, really? Well, how about managing the time you have? You know, how about waking up a little bit earlier? Oh, you don't want to. Oh, okay, back to that. Okay, we're gonna let our flesh run things. No, we should be constantly killing our flesh, yielding to the Holy Ghost. Do you know I have an amazing client, I have a lady who I train in early mornings, 5 a.m. her time, okay? And of course, like all of us, I mean, my alarm goes off. I'm not like jumping up excited. No, I'm kind of dragging like, oh man, here we go again. And I'll start just quoting scripture as I get up, walking towards the bathroom to get ready because I know that's my lifeline. That's what, that's what keeps me going. And she says, she'll think, man, I don't want to do this today. And literally the Holy Ghost is like, get up, get up. You guys, this is important to the Lord. This is important to the Lord. What did I just say to you here? Discipline the body and bring it into subjection. This is in your Bible. So please, nobody else come to me anymore and say, oh, this isn't important. It isn't important to work out, you know, and I, the Lord specifically deals with it. And I'm just talking about it from one part of the Bible. I didn't even have time today to get into it. I have, I have scriptures listed out right here on my notepad that we're not even going to get into today. We're not, and I just skimmed in Hebrews there to, to be able to jump to 1 Corinthians 9 to, to get into 24 to 27 with you because it was so vital. I'm like, you got to get that. You've got to get that. We as Christians, I'll close with this, have got to be at the top of our game. We should be leading the way. Everything we do should be done with intention, with intent. Otherwise, we're wasting our time. We're wasting other people's time. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but time is flying by. I promise you, it's like it's faster and faster and faster. Jesus is coming back very soon. What are you doing with what you've been given? Are you sitting around and constantly making excuses for where you are, for how you feel, for what you've gone through? Or are you going to get up and use your mouth, which is a weapon that the Lord gave you, group it with another weapon you got, the Word of God, and, and, and make something happen? You have scriptures to stand on for your fitness goals. You have scriptures to stand on to get at a place that you are physically at your best to run the race that the Lord has set before you. And that's not something I made up. It's in the word of God. The word of God is the only truth. Amen. The only truth. Everything else is opinion. Come on now. Go to Hebrews 12. Read about the race of faith. That's for every single one of us. So I'm sorry, I don't like excuses. I don't do excuses. And like I've mentioned before, some of the hardest working, committed, faithful people I have would have the most reasons to not do it. And those are the people that work the hardest. Those are the people that bring it every single time. And I'm so inspired by folks like that. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. And then you have people totally healthy. Body is capable, I should say, of doing this stuff a million excuses why not not committed um i think the most disappointing thing i've seen across the board with a lot of christians i don't want to say all but with a lot is wanting things to happen so fast and that to me is mind-blowing because we should know the word of god okay and if we know it we should be applying it to this and knowing 
this isn't some overnight thing. How long are you praying for certain things sometimes? We stand in faith no matter what. We believe the word as believers no matter what, right? We know that the Lord teaches us things. How do you think you build endurance? How do you get that endurance even in your prayer life and in your walk with the Lord and, and all of that? We go through some stuff, right? We're not exempt from stuff here. What do you think training the body is going to be like? It is one of the best ways to discipline yourself. That is why I'm so big on, I know everybody's not called to be an athlete and that's not their thing. I mean, my daughter's not even into sports. She's into art and dance. So, I mean, I get it. But as me being an athlete and having the opportunity to train people, you teach people, discipline is everything and it will carry you so far. People that were, um, you know, athletes most of their life and then they go into the business world are some of the best workers run some of the best businesses, become some of the best leaders. Why? Because of the discipline. Because of the discipline, it makes you a great leader. If, if you don't have discipline in your life, you're not gonna be able to lead. There's no way, what are you gonna lead people to? What kind of example are you gonna set? What kind of example are you gonna set without any discipline? Discipline is a choice. Um, it's something you wake up every day and you choose. You choose it, okay? Just like we wake up and get in the word, just like we wake up and praise God, you know, it is a choice. Stop making excuses and start making moves. These are not little cute sayings. I might say them a lot, but I mean them because they work and every bit of it comes from the word of God. So what I'm going to leave you with today, discipline the body and bring it into subjection. And that my friend is in your Bible. Hello. And I could have done way more. I'm going to close it out there. I have so much more to say. Um, I'll probably carry this on next week. Um, and sometimes I, I'm kind of thinking I might double up on some weeks. So you guys stay tuned. You'll know that if you subscribe to the podcast, you should get an alert to let you know um, when there's some new ones available. Definitely on here weekly. Thank you all for listening. Come on. I Let me just, I want to pray for you. Let me pray for you before we hop off here. Um, Lord, today I just come to you in the name of Jesus, Father, and I thank you for this day. I thank you for each one of those who have even listened today. And I just pray a boldness over your people, that we become bold, that we begin to walk in what you have put in us, Lord, that we can do all things, you know, that we no longer will just quote the cute scriptures and wear the t-shirts, but we're going to literally begin to walk out and live what you created us to do. I thank you, Lord, that we are a disciplined people, Father, a disciplined people who are going to make the decision. Those of you listening, even starting today, you're going to make the decision to stay committed and stay disciplined, to discipline your body even so that you will be equipped to run the race that God has set before you. And I pray that as you do that, he will begin to show you what's next because as you're moving it gives him an opportunity to do what he wants to do kind of hard to do if you're sitting still not doing nothing all right so father i just pray that now in the name of jesus i thank you for every single person listening to this and i pray this word just goes to to who it should lord and it touches so many lives and so many people that it just stirs you up today to step into things you never even imagined and to truly be at your best and enjoy this life here even before we step into eternity you can enjoy your life here and that there's purpose for you here and um i just pray that now in jesus name amen thank you all for listening um it's going to be a good week start now start today the minute you listen to this go start be disciplined don't put it off another day stand on the word of god get in his word and start moving guys it's going to be good you got this stay tuned next week i'm gonna dive more into this subject and um 
Have a great week. I'll be back on here soon.